It's that time of year again. We're already beginning to plan for next summer. But before we can design 2024's training, we need to take time to reflect on the experiences of 2023 and the lessons it taught us. Join us as we hear the challenges and successes of Gab Summer. Part 1. The Campers. This is Camp Code, another innovative podcast brought to you by Go Camp Pro. Camp Code is dedicated to helping you create and facilitate the most effective leadership training so we can raise the bar for professionalism and preparedness of our staff. You can find our show notes and our blog for summer camp leaders and directors at gocamp.pro. Imagine camp registration software that actually gives you more time to do what you love. With UltraCamp, you can effortlessly track attendance, manage staff, streamline registration, and more. Explore now at ultracampmanagement.com slash campcode. Welcome to Camp Code, a podcast brought to you by GoCamp Pro. After 10 years of podcasting, is there anything left to say? Uh, you bet. Because just like people grow and change, so does our industry. Each and every year, there are new challenges, new ways of handling situations, new advice from those doing the work, and new ideas to share. Our commitment to intentional leadership training has only grown stronger. So join us for Season 11 of Camp Code, as we once again do all we can to help you develop your best ever leadership training. Welcome back, everybody. Hope your summer was glorious and grand. And here is to Season 11 of Camp Code. Before we dive into this all-important topic today, of course, we're going to take a moment to first introduce ourselves. So, Gabrielle. Would you go first, please? Yes. Hi, everybody. Um, my pronouns are she, her, and uh, my name is Gabrielle. I'm one of the camp directors at Camp Waro. Uh, camp Waro is an all-girls camp, um, and we focus on creating a safe environment for girls and gender minorities. Thanks, Gab. And I'm Beth Allison, co-owner of Camp Hacker and Go Camp Pro. My pronouns are also she, her, and I am a camp consultant and a trainer who eats, sleeps, and breathes leadership training. Intentionally building a solid and supportive community is where it all begins and how all potential is reached. So big, big passion for me. This season, you will have an opportunity to hear from your usual Camp Code hosts, Gabs, Ruby, and me, although not necessarily all at the same time, like today, and again from special guests that we've lined up to share their wisdom with us. For our first episodes this season, I have the privilege of interviewing Gabrielle Rail, director of Camp Waro. Our focus today is on what Gab's experienced working with campers in 2023, and we can't wait to dive in. So let's get started. All right. So Gab's, let's begin yeah. with an, an easy one. I don't know if this is easy. I say it's easy, but <laughs> how was your summer? <laughs> was <laughs> I, It was better than... The last three, a lot better than 2020, 2021, and uh, 22. Excellent. Um, so that that felt nice. And it's still much more demanding than 2019 in earlier seasons. Um, and that's because of our topic today. The, the needs of our campers has gone up so much compared to what we've seen before. What was more of an anomaly has become more of a status quo in the amount of support that our campers need. Uh, and then, of course, as a byproduct, the amount of support our staff members need. Okay. So we talk a lot about staff and our interactions with them mm -hmm. on Camp Code. 
But it is just as important that we discuss campers. We need to be aware of how all of our people are doing, how all of our people are handling stress, anxiety, the world around them, so that we can best support them and the people on the front lines with them being our staff. So, Gabs, what would you say that you witnessed this summer with your campers at Waro? And is it similar to past years, different how? So I, I know you talked about how there seems to be more of it, but what's, could you give a couple of examples um, without going into too much detail of um, of what you witnessed this summer with some of your campers? Mm-hmm. I, I would say, I would say after 2021, I felt very, very, very lost um, with the behavior of our campers and almost so much so that my, my experience in some ways um, wasn't, not only wasn't helpful, I would say sometimes it was unhelpful. Um, what used to help work before COVID now was having an opposite effect. So I did do a very deep dive. Like anybody that has ADHD gets hyper-focused at first. I was like, I need to become a psych- child psychologist. And then I realized <laughs> one, one of my friends was like, do you know how much reading that is? And I was like, is it a lot? She's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> the Harry Potter series every month. That's what you'll be reading. And I was like, okay, I can't do that. So I I did a a deep dive and learned a lot about stressors, um, prolonged stress and the impact that it has on, um, on the brain of our kids and our adolescents and our young adults. And so, so what's very, very interesting is that the brain shares a lot of almost like a coin one side um, to the coin could be problem solving, but the other side could be fear. And, and it, with stress for a prolonged period of time, that problem solving portion flips into fear mm. and we no longer can develop problem solving skills or very little of that. I'm really summing up a lot of what I learned over the year, but a lot of that was true um, this summer. So everything from having difficulties from being away from home to speaking up when they needed support um, to even connecting with each other, just knowing how to people as one might say, or knowing Mm -hmm. how to play for kids. We could see quite a, quite a disconnect from, from those things. And of course, then you add on anxiety. And then I would say, I think this is sort of in the healthier realm, but certainly difficult with behavior management would be the classic YOLO, like our teens just wanting to do whatever the bleep they want to do, because why not? And honestly, I'm like, I'm here for it. (laughs) At least they're going there, they're trying something. But certainly within the structure of our organization, where we haven't had to deal with so many campers wanting to bend the rules for the sake of their own pleasure um, and not really realizing the consequences. This is just sort of like a a summary of of, of what we were looking at. That's great. I mean, it's not great, but (laughs) the summary is great. Um, But I do think a lot of adolescents, especially who have been aware uh, of what's been going on in the world and, and tuned into, you know, news and that sort of thing for a lot of them, there's a, you know, this attitude of, well, there could be another pandemic tomorrow. There could be a forest fire or a a hurricane season that wipes us out. So let's just go for it. Um, you know, and, and do whatever it is we're going to do because are we going to make it to adulthood? I don't know these days, Mm -hmm. you know, that sort of thing, which is, um, I think something we all need to really be aware of. Um, and I know a lot of adults are thinking that way too. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Sure. 
Okay, we're going to stop for a quick break to hear from our amazing sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to hear a bit about how Gabs and her staff shifted to deal with some of these new issues. We'll be right back. Remember what drew you to the camp experience? Ultra Camp knows it wasn't the paperwork. That's why they've crafted an all-in-one platform to streamline your program management. Say goodbye to the hassle of learning and managing multiple platforms to run your camp. With UltraCamp, without effort, you can register and manage campers, generate and direct communication, organize schedules and activities, process payments and donations. UltraCamp's goal is to help their clients spend less time in the office and more time doing what they love. Want to know if UltraCamp is right fit for you? They offer free customized demo sessions so you can see their software in action. Sign up at ultracampmanagement.com slash campcode. For our Camp Code listeners, here's an exclusive offer to enhance staff retention year-round. Get UltraCamp's staff communication calendar with free customizable email templates at ultracampmanagement.com slash campcode. And we are back. We are hoping that by sharing Gab's story, even if it all doesn't re resonate with you, that there will be some golden little nuggets that you can add to next year's training for yourself, or at the very least, know you were not alone this past summer with some of your struggles. Okay. So mm -hmm. Gab's, what did you need to do differently? And I want to divide this question into two parts. So for the mm -hmm. first one, what changes did you make to leadership training this past summer? So in 2023. Yeah for your staff to be able to better support their campers? Were there any things you did differently? Yeah, so yes, we did quite a few things. Um, so number one, uh, and, and I've spoke about this before, since COVID, there's such a distrust in our leadership team and our staff. And I think that comes from, you know, world leaders not maybe being so trustworthy or not making mm -hmm. great decisions. And, mm -hmm. and then we're kind of the people that they have immediate contact with and it's a little bit projected onto us. Um, so last year we or the last summer, we really, really, really focused on building connections. And so of course the underlying is creating that trust. And we saw that immediately as a shift um, about halfway through our staff training. And it was simple things, but basically what it boiled down to was spending um unplanned time together this was this was sort of the key and we created quote unquote unprogrammed time so free time where our leadership team was actively present um and even in the evenings when if if you know we would have people in our staff lounge and maybe they're doing an activity or it's really really chill i would be working if I had to work that evening, which I actually had to work every evening on working on our schedules. I would make sure I was in that space with my computer, with my flip charts out, and people would come and see what I was working on. And I would invite them to come and see. And I would say, Oh, see, because we worked on this today, but we still haven't gotten to where we need to get. We need to adjust the schedule for tomorrow. This is what I'm thinking of doing. I'd even ask for advice, but everything was quite transparent. And we had staff, our, our leadership team assigned um, to this like free time, free play, uh, so that we were really building those relationships. Um, how our dining room worked was differently, so that we were much more present. But being present was number one, and of course that came with readiness and prep before staff training, yes. so that we yes. could be present. So it, it, it's it's things that we talk about at Camp Code all the time, but it just became the number one focus. So then if 
let's just say working on a session and it wasn't perfect, it wasn't at that level that we typically like it, it didn't matter. Prioritize spending time with the staff. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good enough. Cut corners in these areas so that we're always prioritizing. And so much so that it was working well that my leadership team would be like, I think they're fine. We can now go back to our evening meetings, all of us together. And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> we're fine because we've been putting in this effort. We're not changing this. So um, so that, that it, of course, you know, built a trust with our staff so we could work with them and we would hear about issues a lot quicker, mm-hmm. which was wonderful. So that was one piece. The other major pieces that we did, um, and this is comes from a rainy day fund. So it's only something that we could do for this year. Um, but we lessened our registration numbers with our campers so that certain groups, instead of having two camp counselors, they would have three camp counselors. So about 35% of our groups would have three camp counselors instead of two. And that was to build the, um, just basically build up the confidence of our staff members when dealing with our campers. We hired two extra leadership team members, uh, which uh, had the title of community development coordinators, and they really focused on building relationship and trust with our campers and staff. We also hired another logistics coordinator for communicating with our families, and we added on uh, an extra day of training on site for all of our staff and four extra days of training for our leadership team and five hours of community training before they came to camp, um, all paid for. So this is our rainy day fund. And after 2021, we knew we sort of had to bet on camp and bet on our community. But to do that, we couldn't follow the status quo. And we had to make sure everything was optimal as much as possible and give us a little bit of breathing space so that we can adjust for in the immediate now, but also plan for the future and create a little bit of space of hope and not to be dramatic about that. But in 2021, there was so little direction on where we could go. I really want to make sure that we weren't in a survival mode as we're going moving forward. So the goal this summer was not to be in survival mode, which we weren't. But as I said, it was much busier than it was in 2019 and earlier than that. Um, Thankfully, we did have those extra staff members. Uh, it also allowed us to let go some of the staff members that didn't fit mm-hmm. um, for that mm-hmm. summer, um, didn't fit the goal and the big picture that we we're trying to aim for. And that was really, really essential as well. So all of these pieces allowed us to also not only talk about behavioral, um, you know, what campers are going through in shifts, but get them enough time to practice uh, how how to do interventions and build connections with campers so that the practical was was also put at, at the forefront of our training. Amazing. And I think that that's sometimes the problem with summer camps, lots of industries too, but we have these rainy day funds and we keep saying it's for a rainy day and people don't always have the courage to use them when it's pouring. And I think for you, you saw pouring and we needed to do it now. Um, You can always build back up the rainy day fund, but if you don't use it for what you need at the time, then there might not be a camp to build back up, you know? 
Camp World is going to be hosting a couple of weddings for the next couple of years. Uh, so if you or a loved one is interested, <laughs> we're real nice. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. <laughs> it, it is. Lo- I can I can attest to that. It's lovely. Yes. If I wasn't already married, I'd come get married there. I, I did get married at camp, but yes. you know. My own. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, second part of that question then is what did you have to pivot to during the summer? Mm. How did you shift, you know, despite all these great things you had in place at the beginning? I'm willing to bet it didn't go exactly as planned. And and, and you had to, to shift a little bit. So, what did you have to do to give your staff and campers what they needed for a successful summer? Well, something that came that sort of surfaced to the top above everything else, which was something I really didn't expect was with all this practice with our staff and, 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 um, you know, understanding the why and how do we do the things and, and the buy-in was there. There was quite a strong hesitancy for, uh, staff members to, I wouldn't even say course correct, but infringe on anything that campers might not want to do. For example, Hmm. Campers are getting ready to, you know, go to their next activity. Uh, They've been in their cabin or tent for 15 minutes. They're clearly changed, but they say to the counselors, no, 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 we're not ready. We want to stay in here. And counselors would just stand outside. And I was like, team, you got to be like, team, we're going. Let's go. And and our cabins are only like four kids. It's not like eight or 12. There's not that many in there. And I would show them how to do it. And I spoke to one of my, and so there was a lot of this type of stuff where if they weren't scraping their plates well, they didn't want to tell them, this is how you do it. Like this is mm, just correct them a okay. little bit. Yep. They would just let it slide, letting a lot of things slide. And I talked to one of my staff members who was a camper with us and, uh, and I, I really, really enjoy her quite a bit. She's quite transparent, but she just said, you know, Gab, like we don't do those things. Cause I, I said like, I'm noticing this stuff and, you know, and she said, yeah, well, we don't do those things cause we don't want to be seen like the bad guys. So I said, oh, so you would prefer the leadership team to say it and they're Ah, the bad guys. And she said, yeah, exactly. Now you got it. (laughs) And if I, if with a couple of other conversations, what I realized is that this group is so um, upset with sort of authority figures, they don't want to turn into that themselves. And so there's this fear even from saying like, hey, we got to script that better because then the kitchen has to change the water and yep. it makes it, they don't want to do that. And there's always that hesitation. Like I, that's something we've dealt with before, but it was almost like getting across the board. So some of the behaviors that we were seeing could have been prevented with this, with this sort of uh, direction that typically in the past counselors wouldn't have an issue doing. And so that's something that we had as a conversation and started trying to build up that confidence. But there's some staff members that really genuinely felt I'm infringing on their right to just be a kid. And I was like, okay, their right to be a child doesn't, you still can be a child, but you can still have responsibilities and it's a right to a community and you benefit from the community and you also contribute to the community. This is how this works. So so this was very interesting and fascinating to me. So so we had to sort of course correct a little bit that this is going to be a focus for next year, of course. But they also know how they are kind of uh, maybe sometimes jerks to leadership team members. And they didn't want that to, to come up. They didn't want that sort of same reaction. Right. And that comes from staff members themselves talking to, to us about it. Um, I would say also with our campers that were missing home, 
Um, there was quite a few of them. And that took a little bit more digging and understanding where is this coming from? It's understandable that you're missing home. Um, I would call the parents and say, oh, you know, Susie's having a hard time. I'd ask them if this is normal. They would say, oh, no, no, no. This is such a surprise. All she was doing was talking about going to camp. Right. So I would be confused. I'd go back to the camper. We would talk some more. And then as I would speak to the camper, things like, oh, you know, I, I've i never made it through a sleepover at a friend's house. Parent comes and picks, picks me up. Um, at nighttime, if I'm bored to all the way from the gamut of I'm bored to um, I've had a nightmare. I sleep with my parents, um, this type of thing. And so yeah. re-conversation, recall with the parents and saying, Hey, so when your kid comes and sleeps with you in the middle of the night, not giving them the option to say they don't do it, but when this yes. happens, <laughs> how could you help me understand how you help them go back to bed and stay in bed? And, and it's almost like they were caught and they say, uh, well, actually, it doesn't work. We we haven't had that success rate yet. and But we're just hoping that when she would get to camp, um, you know, she would just have so much fun and and everything would be okay. And this, this is something that we've heard from not only parents, but child psychiatrists, social workers this summer, that kids were having a hard time at home and their solution, but I think it's a last resort solution, because I think they've tried everything, to be honest, is to send them to summer camp and hope that they're just going to have a great time. And those issues, either they're issues at home, that's there's some stressors at home, or it's the difficulty of, you know, staying in your own bed, or even the difficulty of making friends. That camp is a no stress. It's a stress-free place where, because there's so much going on, you're not going to, you're, those issues kind of dissolve. And I had conversations. They get left with, at the camp gate. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I had conversations with parents, but not just parents, psychologists and psychiatrists and social workers that all had the similar mentality. So a lot of working with our staff and communicating back with the families. And that's why we had a logistics coordinator that came in and a community development coordinator so we could have better communication with our families. So worth the money to spend this summer. I think it was just, it was essential. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was essential to do so. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks Gabs for letting us pick your brain. Mm -hmm. We will be diving into more of, so now what do we do kind of episodes (laughs) in future? Um, But we wanted to start with just kind of a review of summer and what sort of things Gab was experiencing um, on the ground and, uh, how she dealt with it. Cause we always know it's going to be great, whatever it is coming out of Camp Oro. And I have very sad news for you. There will not be a Gab's recap today. We didn't think that was fair to do to her um, while she was the one on the interview hot seat. Um, and I don't trust my recap skills. I mean, who can compare? Um, so in future episodes, we promise Gab's will do that recap. But for now, here's how you can get involved. And we would love to hear from you. So let us know using the hashtag camp code. You can also tell us any topics you would like us to discuss, any guests you recommend that we have on the show, any great leadership training tips that you have to share that worked for you this summer. We would love to hear from you because as we say all the time, we're all about sharing in this industry. And if you found our podcast to be useful, we would love it if you could leave us a rating and a review in your podcasting app. Your feedback helps us to keep the show going. 
And here's how you can contact each of us individually. So Gab, where can they find you? You can check out where I work at waro.com, O-U-A-R-E-A-U.com. And you can email me at info at waro.com. Thank you. And you can email me directly at beth at gocamp.pro or I am on X, I still say Twitter, um, as at Topaz. Um, for our next podcast, we have part two of Gab's Summer in Review. And we're going to talk about parents or campers grownups. Our final segment on each podcast is a best practice for leadership training. And of course, we would love to hear some of your most memorable moments or your most effective tips. And you can tell us what they are using that hashtag camp code. And this week, our best practice is coming from Gaps. And this is a brother-sister best practice. Um, <laughs> love it. My It's my brother and I, Morgan, um, are obsessed with making ice and a whole bunch of different types of ice. He's able to make the clear type of ice because he's kind of nerdy geeky that way and has more <laughs> patience than I do. Um, and it's kind of like the gift that keeps on giving for people. <laughs> for some, it's like, I don't have that much money, but then you make ice and you're like, I'm so fancy. And it was for free. <laughs> so this is my tip or best practice. Um, easy fix for at camp. If you have access to a small freezer, um, get yourself a bunch of different molds can be deep square um, ice cubes can be the cylinder ones that go nicely in wa- thin water bottles or the tiny mouth water bottles can be nice, like spherical um, ices or even like stars, just create ice. And when you're chatting with a staff, you're walking by your cabin, you see their water bottle, say, do you want some water in your water bottle? Can I throw some ice in there for you? What would you like? And uh, this summer, Morgan got me some Star Wars um, (laughs) ice cubes of uh, Han Solo stuck in the carbon Mm -hmm. um, mold. And I'd walk with a staff member. It was a hot day. And I said, oh, I've got some ice. And oh, no, it's fine. I I got some ice. And I would say, would you like this, this, this? Or there's the Star Wars. And they go, you have that? And I'm like, yeah, here, have some. And it was like such a silly little thing. Um, but it's a way of taking care of your staff and also being a little whimsical, which I think is really nice and helpful at camp. And uh, super inexpensive. And you can get some fun. It's the silicone mold ones are the best I find. So there you go. Get some ice. Keep it at camp. Give it to your staff. And very intentional. You're keeping your staff cool. Yes, exactly. Um, so that is lovely. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Gab. Camp Code is part of the Go Camp Pro podcast network, and you can check out all our other podcasts at gocamp.pro slash podcasts. And this year, we're adding a new one called The Pudding, because the proof is in the pudding. So you can join Travis Allison and Dr. Mandy Baker as they share scientific proof to improve our staff recruitment and retention. And you'll find The Pudding in the Camp Hacker podcast feed. We look forward to an interesting season ahead of insights and answers and more questions and, of course, community. From all of us here at Camp Code, thanks for the listening, friends. Please remember, no other industry shares their best practices the way summer camps do. If you use an idea you heard on a Go Camp Pro podcast, please be professional and remember to give credit where credit is due. The Camp Code is brought to you by Go Camp Pro. Thanks for listening, friends.